Welcome to the Marketplace Missionaries Podcast, where we talk about integrating your faith to the workplace. We are back after the break with Mr. Clay, president of um, Hatcher Investments. So last week um, and before the break, we spoke about, you know, grief, mentors, family life, and just God's freedom in making decisions. And we are back to talk a little bit more in the second half of the hour. So, Donnie? Yeah, um, you know, I kind of know Hatcher as an insurance company. So how did that break from the insurance to now the capital investment side? Yeah, so um, Greg hired me in 2018 um, with this idea. You know, he had had been thinking about doing, um, branching into the investment side of the business. Because you're right, Donnie, we've been servicing, you know, businesses in Arkansas and all over the U.S. on their employee benefits since 1990. Um, And in the past, if anybody ever came and asked us if we could help with a retirement plan, we just kind of, you know, referred that business elsewhere. So um, when he hired me in 2018, we were able to start offering those same, um, well, investment services to our group clients within the agency and really just provide that same level of service um, and just work hand-in-hand with the insurance side of the business. That's really neat. So if our audience are interested in, you know, in specific investment sides, Mm -hmm. what what can you from Hatcher provide them with? What does that look like? Say that again. I'm sorry. So how do you, how do you, what do you provide for your clients? I guess that's the overarching question. Yeah. So just overall um, planning um, for retirement, planning for college, planning for the future. Um, We help with the planning aspect of it and then the actual investment management. Um, um, So just building portfolios for clients and helping them get the most bang for their buck out of their their dollar as they're letting it work and grow for the future so it sounds like you have a full-time gig you know at hatcher so what does what does the day-to-day look like for you yeah so we're still in growth stage you know we're always looking for um you know new people to connect with and new people to you know to hopefully bring on as as clients so a lot of my day right now and walter's day um as we tag team over at Hatcher Capital is just trying to bring on new business. So um, we we work in tandem with the insurance side of the business a lot. So we get to, um, you know, go in on those annual renewal meetings and meet with those clients. And it's just a, a warm introduction to let them know that we are in the retirement side of the business now and then we, we can be of service to them. So, um, you know, in addition to the, prospecting and looking for new business you know we um the other side of it is just serving our existing clients um on whether they're in an an individual capacity with us or if it's a like a 401k plan through work we'll we'll go and meet with employees and really just help educate because um you know financial literacy rates are pretty low in arkansas and really just in general they're um you know people um, retirement is a hard enough thing to grasp because you know it's 30 plus years away for you know for young people and they're like I, I want my money now and um, so they just don't mess with it so just trying to help educate a lot is a big focus for us um, 
because if people don't know, then they're just going to keep doing whatever they want to do. Right. Yeah, so I, I'm sure you're absolutely packed out on your schedule. So how, what does the day-to-day on the faith side look like for you? Like how do you stay in the Word, stay in God's light? Yeah, that's a good question, Kai. And I, that's one thing that I'm still not always great at, honestly. Um, thankfully, being in Conway, I get a lot of car time. Um, so that is a good time for me to um, – you know, spend some time in prayer or listen to podcasts like this or scripture and, um, and just kind of gear up for the day and wind down for the day, which is nice. Um, you know, I'm not as disciplined as I need to be. And I know that, um, from like a, you know, daily, I I get up at 5am and read my Bible. Like I'm, that's just, you know, not me. Um, I wish it was, and I have every good intention of doing that when I go to bed, right? <laughs> and then the alarm goes off, and I'm like, golly. Um, so for me, that's one thing I love about having a little bit of a commute because um, it just gives me that time to um, – I, I guess I could be a little bit more distracted than if I were just sitting down in, you know, in the living room and spending some time in the Word. But that's worked for me during this busy season of life, especially with, uh, you know, a new, she's almost 18 months now. So, you know, when she's, when we had our first, when we had Macy, um, it just like, when it's just hard having a new baby, you know, you want to sleep when she's not awake (laughs) because you're exhausted. So it just makes getting up in the morning to, um, spend time in the word or, or exercise or whatever it is. It just, it's just changed. So I feel like over the last 18 months, we'll have like our routine has changed like five times, you know, just depending on her schedule. So, um, but the commute time is really helpful for me. How, how has being a dad helped you grow in the area of your faith? I know it was a, it was a huge instrument and vehicle of growth when I became a, you know, dad and I had to really die to self still have to do that daily so how did that look like for you man um you know I uh I don't feel like I'm a super selfish person like I've never felt like I was and then when I got married I was like oh man I'm I'm selfish you know and then even more so with a, a child because um you know not only do I have Emily that you know I need to put before myself but now I've got a daughter that we've got to put before both of our needs so um it's really been uh a growing 18 months you know just because like you said Donnie I mean we it's not about us anymore um and we just got to do what we can to um teach her and um you know, guide her down the right path like our parents did for us. You know, like I talked about in the first episode, how instrumental my parents were um, in my walk and my faith as a as a young kid. Um, and it, it's a lot of pressure to make sure that I'm leading Macy um, and Emily the way I need to. Um, which is really an attribute of servant leadership, which we talk a lot about on this podcast. You know servant leadership is not about status but it's about service in our personal lives as well as professional lives and so 
How do you personally define leadership? Man, um, that's a good question. Um, just being able to inspire and motivate um, others around you. But I guess, you know, in, in addition to that, leadership to me is servant, is serving. Um, you know, I wouldn't want I, – I learned in the food industry with my dad that, like, um, even though you're the boss, like, that doesn't mean you don't have to – you don't get to not do the things that are not fun. Does that make sense? It like, does. Yeah. you got to um, – you, know, you got to lead by example. Um, you got to do the things that people don't want to do, um, so they will, in turn, you know, respect your leadership and and go and work hard at whatever that task is, whether it's, you know, cleaning the floors or, or making the big decisions. You know, it, so um, servant leadership, you know, service part of it is a big, big part of the leadership definition for me. That's good. Yeah, I was on LinkedIn the other day and. Building off what you're saying now, this wasn't even a Christian that said it, and he was like, um, just because you're the boss, your employees don't work for you, you work for your employees. Yeah. And I, I really thought that was, like, kind of took me back. I was like, man, that's such a good Christian saying that we could all take away. Like, I'm the boss. Who do I work for? I work for my employees. Like, yes, are they underneath my supervision and do what I ask yeah, yeah but of course. like everything I do even now in my role as a manager at Amazon like that really made me think it's like the steps that I take to watch over our team in general like it really is like for their benefit as well and it's like even putting more emphasis on that like building up a team working for them being a servant man it's just such a good insight and then building off what me and you said a few weeks ago Donnie like if you're a servant leader, you're going to be successful because people want to follow a servant. Yeah. Like, and it's just, I, I just love saying that as a Christian. It's like, <clears throat> the Bible is just so truth-filled. And it's like, yeah. it, the, it's laid out so easy for us. And it just is very hard to comprehend why it's so easy some days. Like, the, the Lord's not hiding it from us. Right. Like, you want to be a good leader? Lead like Jesus. Be a servant. And, like, people will follow you. I just... Yeah, want to highlight that. Like, it's just so good insight. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I want to be that guy for our team and for our clients that like when they call, they know I'm going to answer the phone. Like I don't want to be tied to my phone, but like I want them to know that if they need something, I'm going to answer. If they need me to do something, I'm going to I'm going to go and drop what I'm doing, you know, and take that servant mindset with me and whatever we're doing. So it's good, and it, it kind of goes back to how God has wired you as well. Just being, just being a relational machine. I, yeah. I think that's how I define you. And <clears throat> service to others. There's a relational aspect to that. And so, kind of walk us through some practical steps on how how you grow and build relationships with others within work, but then also outside of work. Yeah, um, man. I feel like the best way to build relationships with people is over a meal or over coffee or something you know that's so easy to um just kind of let your your guard down I guess and um you know meet somebody for lunch or for coffee or really even more so if you can have people over at your home and open up your home and open up your life to others um you know that's a a real easy way to um start building relationships and then too from a this is, you know, important on the business side, but also on the relationship side, like, 
um, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. You know, I let your yes be yes and your no be no, right? Um, and, you know, just following through on what you say you're actually going to do yeah. makes a big difference because it, you know, you're just able to build that rapport and build that trust faster in, um, in that way. That's good. Uh, any any book recommendations that you would recommend in terms of leadership books, business books, uh, building relationships? Mm. Any big books? Man, um, so I actually, I'm not saying this because you work for Splash, but uh, <laughs> I read the Humble, Hungry, and Smart book. The um, ideal, the, the ideal, ideal team, team player, player by yeah, Patrick Lindsay. Yes. Um, so our pastor at Fellowship Conway. Um, mentioned that book one Sunday um and I was like man I've got to read this so I I downloaded it on audible and um listened to it in like three days on my commute or something and then I think the next week was the leadership and faith luncheon downtown and you and Paul came and spoke about humble hungry and smart I was like oh my gosh this is this is awesome this is a great book so um that is a great uh a great book um to for your faith or for just work in general um you know there it meets both areas um trying to think of some other good books that i've read here lately um there's a book called god and money um that walter and i have really loved um just making us you know um just reminding us like what's truly important you know the book is about these guys that you know, their main goal was to retire at 40 and then they quickly learned like you know they they just began to study God's word about you know what and what God's word says about money and how important it is um, eventually it just turns into them um, you know wanting to give all their money away essentially and, and you know living on enough you know not living some extravagant life but having a comfortable life um, and just giving everything else away. So that was a really neat book on money and faith. Um, Sorry, I've got a list of things that I. You're good. Oh, you're good. Read. While you're yeah. pulling that up, I, that I I definitely need to hear that too. Like I'm gonna go read that one. God, money. Like as a young man in the business world, like I think. Oh man, it's I, so good, Kai. Yeah. You'll love it. They have a podcast too. Just like I think it's just one episode, but man, it it rocked my world there. Whenever I, I think I read it two or three years ago, um, another really good one is "Gentle and Lowly." I don't, I don't think that's really a, that's not really a business you know leadership book. But have you guys read that one? I have um, not. Man, I, I have it on my desk right now. Bill gave it to me in our last. Uh, oh yeah, I, I, I yeah. guess I have it too. It is yeah. a great book. We went through it um, at church, um, or I say we went through it. They they gave us copies of it, and we read it um, during. Um, Lent last year, I think, and it just talks about Jesus's heart and his servant mindset, being gentle and lowly, um, and those characteristics um, and how they can carry over into you know your faith life, but also, I mean, that everything as we've as you guys have been talking about the last several weeks, like everything ties together, right? Yeah. It's not uh, I've got my faith over here and my work here; they all are intertwined so it's that's another good book you mentioned one word specifically in the previous episode that i want to you know touch on it's the word stewardship so what does that mean and then what does that look like because oftentimes we hear that word in the christian community a lot but we don't know what it 
truly means. And so yeah. what does that look like for you? Man, um, for a long time, I thought it was just about, you know, giving with your money. Um, and what I've learned over the years is that it's way more than just your money, but your time and your energy and your effort and your, um, you know, I guess your love too, you know, just taking what the Lord has given us and sharing it with others and giving it to others. Um, you know, so, which is why it's even more fun, um, with my job because not only do we get to talk about that on a, um, on a money side of things too, you know, where we can talk about giving and, um, stewardship, but bridging the gap and sharing, about ways to to love on others with our time and our energy too is it's been a, a fun mix for us. That's good. Yeah, I I'm, I'm sorry, my brain's still on the God and money thing. <laughs> like bring Which is it, a stewardship thing as well. Yeah, yeah. like bringing in a stewardship in my that's why I just was blanked out for a second. But uh, I really like what you say that I think it was just really convicting for me to even hear like it. Because I have, like, a what I call my support team. Yeah. And, too, I support, like, financially. And it's right. like, just for me, I'm like, oh, man, I, I probably need to do a better job at, like, loving on those guys some more. Like, not just being like, yeah, you know, you get a check every month for me. And yeah. I hope you have a good mission field. And I just want to hear the uh, the good updates. Like, right. let me know who you're, co- who you're bringing to Christ. But definitely even, like, I'm going to reach out to some of those guys after this. Like, hey, I really appreciate what you do. Yeah. It's not, I'm not called to do it. Like, at least right yeah. now. I, I don't want to say that. The Lord, <laughs> the Lord's got a, a sense of humor, man. <laughs> yeah. Give me a vision tonight. Like, Kai, go yeah. ahead. Come on. Huh? Yeah. But, yeah, just loving on those guys and even encouraging. Because I know, like, I, I've gotten more, as you're saying, like, it's been more rewarding for me in those conversations where I have, like, just picked up the phone and been like, hey, man, I just want to say I appreciate you and what you're doing. Like, keep yeah. it up. You know, update me on it. Right. I think I can do a better job of that, just full transparency. So I think that yeah. that was just really, like, really hit me. So thanks for that. Yeah, I, mean, I, I can relate to that because, you know, being an excellent steward for God by means of giving, support, love, time, energy, resources, you know, it's just a great reminder of what we have is, is, is a gift from God, and He is the sole provider of that and we're just stewarding that we're just managing that for him right. to grow his kingdom and so yeah just that was such good insight uh clay i mean you're from do you see people being good at being stewards or is that often you kind of help to have to help them see what it looks like yeah um honestly i feel like it's it's a dying um art to you know i know there's a ton of really generous givers and um, people in general but um yeah at least for our generation i don't feel like it's as big of a priority and that i i hate that you know and again i think a lot of that comes back to the education side of it you know um just like us educating retirement you know or employees about their retirement like you know educating um our community or younger believers um or not not it doesn't have to be younger but you know what i mean just educating believers on you know the importance of giving um and you know like you said kai we're not all called to full-time ministry but you know we have to support 
those that are called full-time ministry so they can, you know, continue to preach um, God's word on their platform, whether that's at church or through downline or, you know, the, our friends that have gone to, you know, the other parts of the world. So it's, um, it's definitely something that we're, you know, we try to make um, a priority in talking to our clients about just, um, because it is a big, important part of our walk specifically, but um, just anybody's finances in general. I also want to bring that back to something you mentioned that we can all take from an application stance from episode one with you, Clay. You know, talking about being bold in sharing our faith, but also I think it would be a good opportunity for us, like even in this room, to be bold with saying, hey, yeah, you know, I, I do give money, and this is why I do it. Right. Because like, I, I know a lot of times I'm like, yeah, I have support staff. Cause I just and I don't really go into why, yeah. and I think if more Christians could hear that and like see the good side of it, because I do, not, I just feel like I, I was Baptist as well growing up. Yeah, like you know, it's like oh, the preachers asking, <laughs> preachers asking for more money. Um, yeah, <laughs> send that bucket around, boy. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> you know, send it back around. Didn't get enough money. Uh, yeah. That never happened at my church. Yeah, <laughs> not in mine. Either. Yeah, uh, my church is gonna hear that. Be like, whoa, we never did that. Um, <laughs> but like even just being bold and like open because and building off what you're saying like money in America is very like like tight lived you know yeah. don't want to talk about it. it's a sensitive subject but being like not not disclosing tax information clearly I don't just be like yeah this is how many how many taxes yeah. I paid on it but saying hey yeah I do feel called to give money and then showing people how to do it like I know for me like when I tell people yeah I give to a support staff I'm on one of my guys is in University of Memphis full time at Campus Outreach it's like I give to him yeah. it's like I, if I didn't know how to do that I couldn't do it right so I think just also like just showing the way like you're saying show people how to do retirement I think it'd be great for the Christian community to be like look there's mission full time uh, full time missionaries out there that like need support and yeah. I think it's really good um, yeah and then even for them to I just love full time I cannot. I don't know why I can't Must say that cold. It's cold, man. Oh, I keep want to say ministries, but uh, the actual um, missionaries to go do that. Like I just have such a big respect for them. Like oh, yeah. I can go, man. I feel like I can run Amazon almost. Like uh, the drive to keep going up. It's like to ask a bunch of people to support me. Yeah, like, that is uncomfortable for me. That's vulnerable right so, there, man. Like, I, I give it to those guys. Like, that. you talk about being bold, yeah. to pick up the phone and just call people, hey, I need some money, I want to go share the gospel. Like, that. that's, like, for me, it's like, that's very bold. Like, I yeah. love it. I love when they call me, which, and I'll tell, like, I'm, I'm pretty easy sale, just because I love it so much. <laughs> but you understand, yeah. you understand the context yeah, of giving. And, yeah. um, so, Clay, from your perspective, why should Christians give? I mean, that's... You know, we uh, our generation, as you said earlier, kind of struggle with that. So, so why should we give as believers? Man, um, it's just a, a real easy way to to mobilize people and to empower you know those that are called to full time ministry to share the gospel. I think I don't I don't want to say it's the um, the easy way to to serve or to you know spread the gospel um, because it's not easy giving your money is not yeah. easy but um, you know sometimes it's easy it's a lot easier to just write a check than to pack up and go 
to China or go to, you know, South America or, or wherever, you know, whatever it is. Right. Um, so I think that's why it's so important for us to give is so we can continue to um, have church, to have downline, to have these great ministries in place where the gospel is being preached and people are being reached and mm-hmm. people's lives are being changed, um, you know, for the better, you know, because they found Christ through those, or Christ found them, you know, through those ministries. Right. So, yeah, it's biblical, right? Yeah. I mean, it's biblical to mm-hmm. give. And, um, you know, I didn't really have a good context of that when I transitioned out of college into the business world. And so uh, one guy that mentored me kind of walked me through the, you know, the biblical aspect and approach of giving and how freeing that was for me to understand, like, man, this this money, these resources that you have belongs to God and yeah. you, you need to be a manager of that. Right. And so that's so good. Back to your word that you used, missionaries. So Clay, when you, you when you hear the word or words marketplace missionaries, like what comes to mind and what does that look like for you day to day? Yeah. Um, you know, for the longest time, missionaries to me was somebody, you know, actually going and not um, you know, not so not just people in their day to day lives, you know, sharing the gospel, but it was going to an unreached people group or you know wherever it is, just to to build a ministry, to plant a church or whatever it may be. Um, so I love the marketplace ministries um, name that you guys have for the podcast because it's really just to me, it's just sharing the gospel, doing mis doing missions in our day-to-day lives, mm-hmm. you know, through work and through your family. And um, so it doesn't have to be going and, you know, across the world or, I mean, you could be so much as driving across the street, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and that's something we learned in Downline too is, you know, it starts in your home and starts in your neighborhood and it just, you know. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah, wherever we go, whatever <clears throat> we do. Uh, do it within that context instead of you know thinking it's just when I go to China or Peru or what have you it's day-to-day work family grocery store the gym and so that's Mm -hmm. so good what what do you do for fun outside of work and family man um I love to play golf I'm so bad at it uh but it's it's a fun thing to do and get out and um you know just build relationships with people um I feel like this last year I haven't done as many hobbies with uh, a new baby at home, but, you know, me and Emily love to, um, you know, just spend time with friends from church or, or go see family. My So my dad is still in East Texas, um, and my siblings, my brother and my sister, are both up in northwest Arkansas, so we go and spend a lot of time with family. Um, but love to play golf, love to – play basketball still softball through through work we were the lower league uh not intramurals i want to say intramurals but uh work softball champs this summer hatcher capital was so that was that was a fun time nice. it got to relive some you know some fun <laughs> memories <laughs> yeah. so if, if if our audience want to learn more about you or Hatcher Capital Investments, where can they go to find more information on that? Yeah, so um, we're on all the social media pages, so just Hatcher Capital um, is our Instagram handle, and 
Um, our website is HatcherCapitalInvestments.com. Um, but, uh, you know, and everybody is feel free to reach out to me if they have any questions. Um, I'm sure I'll be tagged on the, the video too. So yeah. I'm, I try not to be on Instagram all the time because again, I'm like, I told you guys earlier, I'm not always the most disciplined in certain areas. So I can waste a lot of time on the social media platform. So I try to limit myself a little bit. That's good. That's good insight right there. I'm right there. With oh you. man, it's I so hard. Delete, <laughs> I got to delete it. Donnie usually sends me a text. Hey, posted on marketplace missionaries. So I'm like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, Cause if not, I'm going to miss it. Yeah. Um, to bring it back in in the last few minutes here, uh, I know we mentioned it and bring it back to the family like you just talked about. Um, your wife is not a stay-at-home mom. Like, how yeah. do you integrate showing your faith, like, to your 18-month-old yeah. child? Like, no. how do you continuously do that? Because, I mean, your schedule's packed. Yeah, that's a that's a good question, Kai. And I, I know that, um, you know, that that's what works for a lot of families. Um, and... You know, maybe I don't know what the future holds for us, you know, but I do know that Emily loves to work, which is fun. You know, I know that she loves her job and um, she loves the relational side of it, too. And um, just getting to use her talents that God has given her to um, to serve the people of Conway at the orthopedic clinic. But, um, man, it, it is it makes those few hours in the morning and few hours in the evening um you know, that much more important and, um, that much more intentional with Macy, um, because you're right. I mean, we're both at work. So from eight to four, right to four thirty, um, you know, Macy's at daycare. And I think that was hard for us to begin with. Thankfully she's in a great, you know, setup in, in Conway. We found a, an in-home daycare where a lady keeps four or five, um, two and under at the same time That's so neat. it's a it's kind of a good blend between staying at home and um and like a true traditional daycare but uh it is um just you know time is shorter and sweeter so we're a lot more intentional during um during that time with her so just trying to make the most of um just trying to make the most of it with with macy and you know, maybe one day, um, I know Emily would, Emily's mom worked part-time growing up, so she was able to work still, but was there and, um, you know, at home with the girls, so I, I think that would be a goal for Emily and I over the next few years, but um, she she's enjoying her work too, so that's, that's a good thing, but awesome. awesome. Yeah, I really like what you say there too I don't want the audience to miss it like intentionality mm-hmm. I think in our world today especially like in western culture like I don't even know how much intentionality there is like on the average basis yeah. even bringing it back to what we said about social media like I mean if I'm not being intentional with my time I'll just be like yeah just spent scroll. <laughs> three hours watching memes on Instagram yeah. So, I, 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 yeah I read some some stats this morning from a research report that most men spend, I think it was a, a thousand eighty five hours a year mm. watching TV. That wow. is a freak ton of watching <laughs> television, yeah, man. man. Oh, yeah, we'll we'll break the math down and put it in the comments. Like how many days that is? Like, that's, yeah. Oh man, that's a that's a lot. And but you're right. Like it is a bunch of intentionality, and I think yeah. us as a culture need to focus on being more intentional so that's really good insight and even for me like yeah when i have a family just 
keeping intentional um, from the giga because jesus was super intentional i mean he's yeah. the example example of relational intentionality and yeah. so that that's a good point clay of just and and a conviction for me as well it's just being more intentional with my three kiddos as well yeah uh, as well as those at work and you know shopping and gym so everything well, Clay, man, it's been really good. I feel it like we can just been. keep talking forever. Yeah, seriously. Um, love to get you back on in, in the future. Like, this has yeah. just been – honestly, I, I feel like more convicted coming out of this <laughs> than I did before mm-hmm. just through some of the insights you gave. I'm really appreciative for that, especially Thanks, from the, being a steward, being intentional, being bold. Like, I feel really called to go out and do more in my community as well. So, I really mm-hmm. appreciate you coming on, Clay. Yeah, thank like you guys I, for having me, man. Yeah, I know our audience is going to love it. I can't wait to see uh, the responses in the text. I'll be sure to shoot you some as well. Please yeah, and we will we will share uh, kind of uh, the website and the Instagram uh, to Clay and the company works for and the company leads. And so if you guys are curious about that, go check him out. And like he said, he's pretty open if you guys want to reach out to him and learn more about him and the company. So, Clay, thanks so much, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day. Thanks, guys. See ya.